0: listening to the Apollo Podcast Network 1 my research about what episode that we're on 138, no, 138. I yes! got yes all right welcome to the one take podcast episode 138 uh here we are talking about drugs mammal <laughs> narcotics animal this week we're talking about cocaine bear blow also, so blow blow oh that's insane <laughs> Oh, my God. All right. Um, so, yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah. Okay. It happened. Bear
1: did drugs, right? There was a bear. There was cocaine. We were all there. We saw it.
0: I'm joined, as always, by Lord Dex Hinton and Less Than Humble Teej. Um Guys, how are we doing? We, we watched a, a, a CGI animal do drugs for an hour and a half. That is what we did with our time. On a, on a Sunday afternoon for me.
2: It I was mean,
0: a... Yeah. We're,
2: uh... <laughs> it was a movie. <laughs> <laughs>
0: the most tepid reviews of all time. It was a movie. Um, Cocaine Bear. 6.5 on IMDb. Came out just, uh, just a week ago. Number two rated popularity movie trending right now. An oddball group of cops, criminals, tourists, and teens uh, converge on a Georgia forest where a huge black bear goes on a murderous rampage after unintentionally ingesting cocaine. 54 54 Metascore, directed by Elizabeth Banks, written by Jimmy Warden, stars Carrie Russell, Alden Ehrenreich, uh, O'Shea Jackson Jr., Ray Liotta. May he rest in peace in his final role. Insane. (laughs) Oh, no. Insane. Uh,
1: This is how Ray Liotta goes out,
0: bro. Yeah. Uh, Okay. I hate that.
2: Uh, Rest in peace to the legend. Uh, He definitely didn't take this movie thinking, yeah, this this is a good last movie. This is
0: going to be it, yeah. Um, Isaiah Whitlock Jr., Brooklyn Prince, Christian uh, Convery, Margo Martindale, Jesse Tyler Ferguson, as well as uh, Matthew Reese. So, like, half the cast of The Americans is in this movie. So, that's fun. Um, This is also produced by Phil Lord and Chris Miller of spider-man and lego movie fame so congrats to them giving alden ehrenreich another chance after they were fired from that uh okay han solo movie oh yeah so that's an interesting connection yeah that's right that was that's where i know that name god damn that movie would have been so much better if they actually got to direct it disney (laughs) star wars lucasfilm count your days that was awful, awful decision. A, a, anyway. a Mad
2: Burger solo. That, after that after, after we're done man with, with
1: Mandalorian season three, I think we need we can all use a break from Star Wars. I feel like, all just take a take a moment, take a breather, let it rest.
0: Tell that Star Wars fans, um, <laughs> of which I I am one, but uh, this is killing it at the box office. I don't know what they spent on it. Couldn't have been a lot. Thirty million dollar weekend weekend gross uh, worldwide on a budget of I don't know what What do we think $10 million no
2: I'm thinking $15 million I don't know where the budget of it is
1: 90% of it was for the CGI bears <laughs> like <that's> and,
0: so. <laughs> and the actual cocaine <laughs> <laughs> it was oh my god it was a 35, up to a $35 million
2: budget. Wow. Jeez. Where? That All CGI in the bear? bear, man. It wasn't
0: good. <laughs> <laughs> um, cocaine bear has a 65%, actually a 70% on Rotten Tomatoes, 75% audience score. Despite cocaine bears, half banked plot and uneven acting, the titular fur fr- uh, fiend scene snorting frenzy, Will give B movie enthusiast a contact high. Sure. Um, yeah. I Dex, you go first. What did you think of Drugs Animal?
1: I uh, I'm not gonna lie. I was madly underwhelmed by this movie. I was expecting it to be just so much more outrageous and fun and funny and stupid than it was. Like, it is stupid, but not like in the fun way. It's just, like, it's stupid. Like, why why is uh, my boy from the wire getting double-crossed right now? Like, who asked for that? Why is Ray Liotta here, like, getting his insides eaten out by a bear, like, as the final role of his career? Oh, my God. Like, oh, why, like... <laughs> why, why is this happening?
0: It could have been Blackbird. He could have gone out with a bang because he was awesome in Blackbird. And, Why did Carrie Russell uh, and these
1: kids have such crazy plot armor that, like, <laughs> nothing happens to them? The bear just leaves them alone constantly. Why? For what? Where's Where's her boyfriend at? Like, I, I wanted to meet the boyfriend. I thought the boyfriend was gonna get eight. That would've been dope. But, I don't know. This movie felt like it just pulled punches constantly. And I was expecting it to be, like, this over-the-top, gory, outrageous shit. And, like, there are gory moments in it, but I don't know. I was just, I was expecting more. I was expecting it to be crazier, funnier. There's like only one really memorable like kill in this movie to me, and it's my boy from TikTok getting murked in the back Hell of the yeah! Building.
0: I should have mentioned, what's my what's my guy from TikTok's name? Hold on. You got to give him his flowers because it's his first <laughs> film role ever. Uh, Scott Cease. Yeah, him. That's Tom.
1: Yeah, he was like the only memorable kill in this movie to me beyond... Ray Liotta because it was Ray Liotta's last movie, like scene ever, was that. But uh, Cruise. yeah, the bear jumping into the ambulance at full speed, ripping Scott Cease or whatever his name is into pieces. The lady like the ranger falling out the back of the ambulance face first, and then the driver crashing through the window. Only like really dope, ridiculous part of the movie. Everything else, I was just like. What the fuck is going on? Who are these shitty-ass kids that no one cares about? What's, like, the deal with uh, O'Shea Jackson Jr. and his homie? Like, I don't... Why are we doing this? Why are we trying to give them emotional depth? I just want to see them get eaten by bears. Like, yeah, C+. Plus, whatever.
0: Teach do you have any lingering thoughts
2: about Cocaine Bear? I feel the same way as Dex. Cocaine Bear is a slasher film. If you're going to make a slasher film, you have to have something to offset the slashing, especially in the year of our Lord 2023. I'm going to give a few examples. There's a director. His name is Alexandre Aja. I think I said that correctly. He directed Crawl, which is great. It is a slasher film where the slasher are alligators. An extremely amazing movie. And the reason why the movie is amazing is because to offset the fact that you have a very graphic and very... Slasher-based film, you have a couple things working for you in terms of the audience perception of it. You have a whole bunch of suspense in the movie, and you have basically what accounts to a hero's journey in the main character, which really gives the audience something to root for. You offset the just lack the the complete gore with something. Another example, oh, oh I should also say he also directed a movie called High Tension in 2003. It is a real slasher movie. Literally, a man is going into a sorority house. And it's like a French movie, I believe. And he goes into a sorority house and he's literally raping and uh, stabbing young women. It is one of the most gruesome things I've ever seen. Please don't ever watch it. It's awful. But if you were to watch that movie, which I don't recommend you do, you (laughs) will see that this director is a fucking genius when it comes to building tension. No pun intended because that's worse than the title. He can build tension and he can build suspense. Some movie exec who watches way too many movies saw that film and said, we need to give this guy money and have him make a film, but the film has to be palatable for audiences. You can't just have people raping and, and stabbing people in a sorority house. No one, You can't make that movie. But you could use those same instincts and the same film, film t- techniques and the same cinematography to make a really cool movie that can be a fan favorite if you just make it alligators, because alligators can act any kind of way we want, and people will be fine with it because it's an alligator. It's not a human, so we don't have to think about why is the human acting like that it's an alligator it's doing what alligators do so that's an example of trying to offset some of your gore another example just came out megan is technically a slasher movie megan is cutting people up and beating the shit out of people and doing really gruesome shit to people including kids but megan works because it's funny and megan lets you know early on this is a comedy not all not everybody in the movie is being funny Allison williams isn't being funny or at least not on purpose but Megan is a comedy. And and if you go to watch the Megan in a theater, which we all happen to do, everybody's laughing. It's a great time. Cocaine Bear is extremely violent. It's a slashing movie. It has a great concept. It has a kick-ass trailer. And I walk into the movie theater expecting to have a fucking great time. Just like everybody else in my movie theater. Packed the movie writers,
0: theater for me, by the way.
2: Packed for me as well. One of the writers for the film introduced the film for us. We had little cocaine, fake cocaine baggies. I was at Dalamo Draft House what in LA. A, what we had a little tweet. fake cocaine baggies. And there was like a little, you know, have the, they had the foam hands. It was like a foam bear cub hand. So I'm like, I'm about to have a great time. I went into the theater um, uh, high and a little drunk like I was supposed to. I did my part. And uh, not to toot our own horns, but we are a podcast you can come to to review a movie like this because we're going to meet the film on the level. We are not coming into this film expecting uh, – great prose or an oscar-nominated movie or a point or anything like that we just want to have a good fucking time so when we give these grades we're not grading it because the plot's bad or we're grading it that way because how much fun did we have in the movie theater and i give it a c plus. actually i would give it a c plus uh there's some cool stuff with the bear i mean the cgi doesn't look great but it doesn't look bad enough to make me knock the movie it doesn't take you out of it or anything. It doesn't take you out of it, the, but the plot is way too overly convoluted. There's about twenty extra characters that we actually are following around when really we just need more bodies to throw to the bear. Um, we're, we It's just, I don't know. The only really funny parts of the movie, you have this TikTok guy who we mentioned earlier on set. He's hilarious. He doesn't really get to do much funny. Um, the probably the funniest part of the movie is like the, the little the little boy. He's he's okay. He's pretty funny and uh you know oshay jackson beating up a group of like white thugs i guess there's something funny about that but they didn't i don't think they had an idea of what movie they were making this movie mm. should have been about 100 times funnier there it should have we should have been having a great time and laughing at the box office but instead we're watching a slasher movie about a bear where the plot's just kind of going everywhere and i walked out of the movie now granted like i said i was high and drunk but when i walked out of the movie when we were like, okay, we're going to pod about this movie, I had to literally go back and look up how this movie ended. I literally forgot how the movie ended. I did not sleep. <laughs> I did not pass out. I was awake the whole time. I literally forgot how the film ended because it didn't matter. And I wasn't having that much fun, or at least not as much fun as I thought I was going to have. And some of that might be, I saw this kick-ass trailer. I'm like, this is my kind of movie. And I just didn't end up enjoying it nearly as much as I thought I would. I gave it a C plus. A C+.
0: Um, yeah, this movie's not good, guys.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's not, not even like, the fun, not good. Well, not good. It, yeah, and, and and it's not like it could be not good, but it's got to be a shit little fun to be not good, right? And it's it just like
0: it. I hate doing this because eventually, like, hopefully, we talk to filmmakers, and Dex has talked to filmmakers and stuff. So I hate putting it, this out there. It just is a nothing movie, and for a movie called Cocaine Bear where the bear is doing and cocaine and killing people that it feels like an an impossible scenario to come up with that. This is just a nothing, nothing movie. Now people are going to go and I had a great time. Here's the thing, man. It was a, it was, I, you know, you said it was a slasher film teach. I just think it was a brought, they wanted to make a comedy like a kind of a gross out comedy and they wanted to make it campy. And I think they tried to lean into that a little bit. It just wasn't, Enough, which is crazy to say. I don't know how to explain it better than that. It just wasn't dialed up to 11 like it needed to be. And the result of that, it was just like tepid laughs throughout my entire theater. Just Great people going, uh, 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 yeah, uh, uh. Uh, yeah, like that. Uh. Yep. You know, it, the big thing, and somebody gets their head blown off, and that was the one thing people were kind of like, Whoa. But I just, like, it just wasn't funny. Everything went on.
1: Oh, yeah, that did happen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Out of nowhere, too. What a random,
0: <laughs> yeah. Like, it, it just, everything went on, like, a beat too long. And for an hour and 32-minute movie or whatever it is, that also feels impossible. The pacing was by Elizabeth Banks and whoever. Dog shit. Yeah, whoever edited this movie was just so they would just linger on it when the jokes weren't that funny to begin with. And it's just like, we're doing cocaine. We got to get moving here. But most of the movie is somebody trudging through the woods. What (laughs) for a movie about uppers. This is the most downer shit I've ever seen in my entire life. It's
1: Carrie Russell being like, I got to find my kid, which is cool for the first five minutes. And then after that, it's like okay, like more bear, please. And look, (laughs) everybody.
0: I think everybody in this knew what movie they were making. They knew they weren't making high art. That's why you got all these talented people in this movie. And obviously, like Elizabeth Banks has some sort of clout. I mean, she was a she. I loved her in all of her comedy movies, and she's a great um, screen presence. Has been for decades now. But like, I just think. That her as a filmmaker, and especially of that of, like, these action comedies, uh, uh, because she did Charlie's Angels, that she, you know, blamed everybody for flopping, everybody except for her for flopping. Um, Nothing movie. uh, I just... I just don't know if, like, it's necessarily there. I, I, I just... a lot of yeah like you said there is a lot of people in here with nothing to do except for like walk through the woods and then at some point they get into a standoff with Isaiah Whitlock who meets the weirdest end ever
2: <laughs>
0: on top of a gazebo it's like we it just felt like wasted talent sometimes throughout this shit how I was do just you so have frustrated.
1: Isaiah Whitlock in a movie called Cocaine Bear and he doesn't go shit ever. right
0: how do, we, how do we? it? It just,
2: yeah, that's because Elizabeth Bank never seen the wire. She's never seen that. Show. <laughs> She's never <laughs> seen that show. Never, never watched one episode. Never. My uh, man
1: literally got shot in the stomach. Like that's the perfect time to say
0: shit.
1: He <laughs> <It just laughs> didn't do it. I was like, what? Come on, it's right there.
0: And it's not like look, and it's not like Ray Liotta has been in a lot of high art in his latter years, um, but him just getting him meeting his untimely end in this movie and like getting his in his intestines eaten by cubs and he falls off a waterfall like that's how he dies and this is his final role
1: wait no apparently he has other roles that are
2: coming out oh he does okay thank
0: god this movie was dedicated to him by the way which is like what a legacy you know, yeah. <laughs> what a, Usually what a thing to say. It's
2: nice to dedicate a film to somebody, but this one might be offensive to his family and friends. This I just, one might actually offend him.
0: Yeah. I just uh I just think, man, uh, this was a cool concept. They had like they had like the one idea and they worked backwards from that idea. It's it was like a it was literally like an SNL sketch that they had to try and work backwards from. Yep, you can tell. <laughs> and and it, I think it sort of succeeds because of because of the p- people that are in it. Maybe because of the Lord and Miller Miller had their hands on it, so it's a little bit more campy and it's sort of more self aware than I think maybe it would have been. Like they're they're the kings of meta filmmaking, but I just think it suffers from a complete lack of of urgency or just comedic timing really it really is strange super strange and also yeah you said there wasn't a lot of gore for a movie about a bear killing people but it also at some at a certain point to me was gross for what we were doing i was just like ah, ugh like i'm i'm good you know what i mean and i'm not normally the one we're the ones on screen on this podcast that were like, "Fuck yeah, Django Unchained," you know what I mean? But
2: <laughs>
0: nah, it's a, at a certain point out here. I was just like, ah, man, it's, yeah, it's not that it's not it's working.
1: Like, it's just like leg stumps, <laughs> like you know yeah. what I'm saying? That's just not that's not what I'm going for here. I want like cartoonish amounts of like fake. True. Butt.
0: If you're gonna do it, go way over the top. it's like we got to the R rating. All right, let's stop.
1: Yeah, it's like I don't I don't there were multiple just like severed legs just falling from the sky or whatever. It's like we did this bit already. Like we shouldn't be repeating bits in an hour and a half movie. We should have more than this.
2: The Lord and Miller of it all is really weird cuz those dudes really have a sense of how to make something funny. And so it just it just felt and also Elizabeth Banks made a pitch perfect movie and whatever you might think of those movies those movies are fucking hilarious. Like they're, they're really a good fun. time. Yeah, they're fun as hell. You turn on Pitch Perfect, you're going to have a good time, you're going to laugh. I, it just felt so weird that this movie wasn't funny at all. Like, it, I mean, it, it was clear they were trying to be funny, but it's not. This should have been a, a knee slapper movie for an hour and a half. We should have had the crowd going crazy laughing, but we just, we just didn't. And I like to see uh, character actress Margot Martindale and stuff. <laughs> I like to see O'Shea Jackson and stuff, but these people are not funny, or at least not in the traditional way or not in a way that really worked in the film. And it's, it's, it it just felt weird tonally. It just felt like they didn't realize what they were, what they should have been making and what the fans want to see. The fans want to laugh. Of course the fans want to see the bear go crazy and kill people. That was a given. We saw that in the trailer, but the fans really wanted to, we didn't even have to care about any of the people. We just want to have a good time and laugh. And it didn't provide enough of that, like at all. Not even yeah. This up. is one of those movies where
0: you don't have to like provide any sort of emotional background between and they don't. They they barely scrape over the surface with like, my mom abandons me for work and her boyfriend all the time. <laughs> yeah. But like that was it, you know. One and, of the guys was randomly a widower, and I was like, oh, that's
2: why? Why, why is
0: that in there? Yeah, they try to play let off let let the de- the cancer death of Alden Ehrenreich's wife as being like a funny bit that they do throughout the entire thing, and it's just like this is weird. <laughs> Come, although credit to Alden Ehrenreich, he was committed the entire time. He looked like shit in the movie. He, he looked like, like absolute shit. <laughs> like, he was committed. Everyone in this is committed. It's just in the wrong places. It's just so weird.
1: Yeah, the uh, the random, like, delinquent kid that they run around with in the woods or whatever, he stunk. That character stumped. The joke stunk. Hated it. That was awful. He could have been so much funnier. Were you talking about the little kid
2: or the, or the guy that was with O.S. Jackson?
1: The guy that was with O'Shea Jackson.
2: Oh, yeah. Complete Little garbage. Piece of shit.
1: Yeah. Hated it. Stump.
2: Yeah.
0: I don't know. We can go on and on and on about it. I just, I just think like for a movie theater as full as I was as it was, the marketing for this worked. Obviously, the marketing I think was always going to work.
1: The marketing um, was it,
0: funnier than the movie, honestly. Yeah.
1: Like Scott Saints put out a tweet like the day of the movie came out, and he was like, Here's what you need to know about cocaine bear. Nothing. Like yeah. just show up to the movie. And I was like, this
0: is that TikTok not- was funnier than the film, for sure. Um, so that was cocaine bear. It's gonna be a surprise hit at the box office. Like I said, theater was full, marketing worked, it was all it was always going to work because it's called cocaine bear. Like, holy shit. You know what's funnier than this movie? The stuffed bear that they have with a cowboy hat on it in Kentucky that they found. <laughs> have you seen that picture? Yeah, it's, it's the fucking wild. Bear. Yeah, it's the cocaine bear. Um, oh yeah, they also have two 10-year-olds or however they old they're 13, I guess, do a knife full of
2: cocaine. Yeah, if you're gonna have kids do cocaine, you gotta make the movie funny. Well, I should be having well, I should be having a lot more fun. It literal 10 year olds are gonna do cocaine right there on screen. I thought they were going to accidentally ingest it. No, they just did it. They, they just, just did it. Swallow it. it Swallowed like, oh, okay. It. You're just going to swallow it. Okay. Got it. Yeah. Um, also, not cocaine a works. Can you just eat cocaine?
0: I mean, people like put it in their gums and stuff like that, but I'm sure if you ingest a mouthful of cocaine,
2: <laughs> something's going to happen. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I, I was just thinking like, if you can do that, like snorting that shit, it sounds awful. I like, if As I, you can tell, not, not recommending doing cocaine. Never done it. Never will do it. But I'm just saying, like snorting some powder sounds fucking awful. If I can just eat it instead, I would do that.
0: Not a lot of not Eating not huge. Uh, yeah, not huge drug guys on this podcast, by the way.
1: <laughs> yeah, we don't. We only do prescription drugs like Adderall. <laughs>
2: yeah, like adults. <laughs> maybe maybe we were supposed to do some cocaine, but Adderall is basically cocaine. And if I did Adderall, I would have enjoyed the movie even less. So yeah, what if
0: what if that was the whole thing? Elizabeth Banks goes on the press. Well, we were supposed to do coke. I'm like yeah. what? Yeah, they were
1: supposed to provide it for you in the theater. Like we had this arranged.
0: Yeah, teach I went in there. You know, I got my big what? Uh, truly, that they sell for twenty dollars. Like it's a baseball game at the movie theater. <laughs> and I went in there and I was drinking and I was having a good time for us for like all of the trailers. I was glad to be around people breathing on each other. COVID still <laughs> not a thing. doesn't matter. We were in there having a good time, laughing at some movie trailers and then the movie started and it just <laughs> fart noise. Like it just, okay. I don't, you know, hour They're giving
1: early. y'all fake cocaine as they walked in, as you walked into the theaters. Even funnier than the movie itself.
0: Like, Your tweet was funnier than the movie. <laughs>
1: <laughs> also, speaking of the trailers for this movie, that uh I don't remember what it was called, but that horror movie with the weird mom shit
0: that looks evil dad rise. Yeah, that shit, shit looked amazing. I'm there.
2: No, I'll be there. That shit in,
0: looks man. fucked. No, thank you. Like the even cheese the cheese grinder to the
1: leg. Just Ugh. the trailer. I was like, I can't, I can't. I can't do this. Won't do I it. won't.
2: I'm in there. <laughs> Teach oh, up to tell us did. how it was. I'm already dead Jesus inside. Time me up.
0: This is going to be a short podcast. Anything else to say about cocaine bear? Make your money. I'm glad a, an original concept film is making money. Cool. But shout out to Carrie yeah.
1: Russell. That's it. Yeah. Keep getting yeah.
0: The, Matthew Reese, Carrie Russell, power couple. Keep getting those checks. <laughs> hmm. um, not enough of him in this movie, by the way, that was the funniest. Thought. That was the hardest. I laughed when he hit his head on the way out of the of the, the plane uh, oh. when he was throwing out the <laughs> that was the hardest
2: i laughed the entire movie Th- that like set the tone that like this movie's about to be a romp and it's going to be hilarious cuz you start like that and it's like okay that's pretty funny i'm into that and then you don't really laugh hard again
0: oh i didn't give it a grade c minus for me it was fine Got it. like
1: yeah we're all in the same Area. People
0: people are going to tell us we're stupid for not enjoying it Like they had a great time But I just ah.
2: I went in ready to enjoy the film guys I mean I, what can I do I tried Yeah, I was I've, loaded I
1: was tweeted multiple times that playing was real cinema Like I can watch a dumb movie <laughs> <laughs> We're on
0: this I, podcast calling Ambulance an A plus <laughs> Y'all that's, tried that's, to make that's,
1: Ambulance that's real cinema top 10 right there. 2022 That's like, real yeah, cinema right there We that's, can hang they, out and watch a dumbest shit movie We needed more
2: drone shots of the bear. That's what we needed, drone shots. (laughs) True. We did.
0: Honestly,
1: that would have saved this movie. Just drone shots
0: of a bear climbing a tree and shit. Just needed some punch-up, man. That's all I got to say. I mean, me, professional script writer, telling (laughs) movie makers how to make their films. Anyway, um, let's talk about the SAG Awards real quick. Short podcast this week because... We're going to turn around, we're going to review Creed 3 at the end of the week. Real
2: goddamn cinema. Can't wait. Uh, That is
0: going to be a lot better. Um, Just going to already tell you. Uh, The SAG Awards came and went this past weekend. um, As you're watching this, best film. Can anybody... uh, take a guess oh wait no outstanding they don't do best film because it's a screen no. actors guild award it's ensemble or what, it, uh, what outstanding performance by a cast in a motion picture anybody want to take a guess
1: i i'm looking at it so i can tell oh, you. yeah i know <laughs> who won. <so> <laughs> guess.
0: everything everywhere all at once won yes. that um this is getting contentious here guys sag awards female actor in a leading role michelle yo everything everywhere all at once ah uh, see okay I told y'all in the group
1: chat. I have a theory about this. I think this helps Cate Blanchett seal up the Oscar win.
0: This is some interesting, uh you know, mental gymnastics. You have this to explain some, it.
1: Some big 4D chess shit going on here, the all right
0: Big brain on decks.
1: So it looked like for a while there that uh Cate Blanchett was going to walk to the Oscars. She was winning everything: Critics' Choice, Golden Globe, mm-hmm. uh, BAFTA, all this other stuff. So. When that happens, when there's, like, one big overwhelming favorite, that's when people are like, oh, well, Kate Blanchett's going to win anyway. I'm just going to vote for Michelle Yo, or I'm going to vote for, God forbid, Ana de Armas or some shit, just because like <laughs> Kate Blanchett's going to win anyway, so I can just vote for something else, like, you know, because I'm just feeling frisky. I want to be different. We saw this in, like, a much more dire example 2016 election when people were like, Oh, yeah, Hillary Clinton's gonna win anyway.
0: I'm and just gonna not I, I don't vote.
1: like her that much, so I'm just gonna not vote. I'm gonna write in Mickey Mouse, I'm gonna write in you know, fucking Ted Cruz or some other piece of shit, and I'm not gonna vote for either one of them because she's gonna win anyway, so it doesn't matter. And I can have a guilt free conscience, and enough people do that, and fucking Donald Trump wins. And I, I think that same thing was in danger of happening to K Blanchett, where people are like, oh, she's going to win anyway. It doesn't matter who I vote
0: for. We're not saying Michelle Yeoh is Donald Trump.
1: Yeah, no. We're not saying Michelle Yeoh is Donald Trump.
0: <laughs> Andre saying...
1: Riseborough is Donald Trump, if anybody is in this, in this fucking category.
0: This is all parody. <laughs> yeah, Publicists allegedly. listening to this. This is all parody.
1: Parody, allegedly, comedy, don't ban us, Elon, whatever. But, yeah, I think now Michelle Yeoh winning as
0: SAG That'll
1: wake people back up to be like, oh, well, K Blanchett might not be a lock. So if I think that she should win, then I have to vote for her because she might not win. So some that's my theory.
0: Some interesting gymnastics like we're doing. That's that. where I'm at. What if they just zagged too hard? They were like, oh, we just get we gave her, you know, we gave we gave Michelle one. You got a, got a <laughs> little win in there. And then all of a sudden people were like, wait, Michelle Yeoh is like winning. Like, yeah yeah um, uh, it's hard to predict
1: how these things kind of sit you know when you have a poll that takes place once you know it's not like a right. leader like back and forth thing you know they're voting one goddamn time so you know you never know who's actually in front who's not we'll never know who's right and who's wrong but uh yeah i still still i think the cape Blanche is going to win at the oscars
0: I'll get to best actor in a second. Do you think that's like the same thing though, that then happened with Jamie Lee Curtis? Cause she won for best actor in a supporting role, which makes zero sense.
1: Yeah. See that. I don't, I don't get cause like, why is anyone voting for her in the first place? I couldn't really tell you.
0: She is not even the best supporting actress in her own movie. Yeah. Who else was nominated? Uh, same, same thing. Same. Carrie
2: Condon, Hong Chow, Angela Bassett, uh, Stephanie Sue I know that there's going to be some pro Stephanie Sue anger if Jamie Lee Curtis wins this award, which I think that unfortunately she will. And I agree you that you think
0: she's going to win the Oscar over Angela Bassett.
2: Uh, oh wait, is Angela Bassett for? Oh no, I don't think she's going to win it. So I I, I think it's going to be pointless. Talking about know, the Oscars, sorry. Yeah, sorry. No, I I think that Michelle Bass. I, I think that Angela Bassett is going to win that award. Uh, I know there's been a lot of talk about the Jamie Lee Curtis thing, and I know that she's not the best supporting actress in the movie. We all agree there. Although I love the work that she did in the movie. I think she's great. But uh, what Sue's doing is way more special and way more commendable in terms of awarding. But also, Jamie Lee Curtis made Halloween Bros. And I'm sorry, <laughs> you but know Jamie Lee Curtis is her. And so I can't be that mad, even though I do uh, have, like, and, and I think Angel Bass is going to win anyway. So it's all going to come out in the wash. They should both be happy to be nominated And Jamie Lee Curtis, I just, I love Jamie Lee Curtis, so I don't have anything against her performance. But what, what, what Stephanie, what, what the, what her co star did was special. I, I really do think that what she did was special. And if Angela Bassett didn't, wasn't Angela Bassett and wasn't also robbed for Why Do Fools Fall in Love, or sorry, of What's Love Got To Do With It, uh, maybe we would be having a conversation. But Angela Bassett is also her, and Angela Bassett made What's Love Got To Do With It. So she's going to get an award for that. Because no one's going to remember Black Panther 2 in 10 years, but we're always going to remember what's love got to do. Yeah, so right. I'm fine with it.
0: And that she did actually have one you know, under her belt. Um, yeah, and giving, no, I'm not going to
1: lie to you, uh, Jamie Lee Curtis would probably be third on my ballot if I was ranking the five. That's fair. Behind, uh, well, actually, fourth. Behind, Maybe fourth on mine. Angela Bassett, Stephanie Hsu, and Carrie Condon. And then give me Jamie Lee Curtis after that. Carrie Condon was dope is it, it is. shoe is her last name Shu? i've been saying sue is i that... i think it's shoe but i'm not okay. entirely sure
0: um male pivoting back male actor in a leading role uh dex has opposing thoughts that people are going to call you bad and wrong for on the internet uh brendan fraser won for the whale also nominated were austin butler colin farrell Bill Nye and fucking Adam Sandler for Russell. <laughs> yeah. That, Hell yeah, I brother. I
2: still can't believe that Adam Sandler got the nomination. Crazy. I love Adam Sandler, but I can't believe it.
1: That's nuts, man. But Good for him, I guess. Like, that's cool. <laughs> but yeah, my opposing thought is that uh, give me Austin Butler, bros. So I'm sorry. Ugh, I don't. can't do it. The whale stinks, dog. <laughs> like, like, the whale is legitimately bad to me. And my um,
0: argument was that Austin Butler is 12 years old. He'll get his chance like Leo down the down the line. I agree with that. Give it to Brendan Fraser. Like, why not?
2: Why not? I that haven't... movie fucking sucks. It I doesn't haven't... matter. And his A- role... Elvis sucks too, Dex. Elvis no, is also bro. of cinema. No. You can't make that... Ar- Elvis is of.
0: Yeah, Look. it's not like I said. It's not like he's going up against... Uh it's not like he's going up against what's his face, Bradley Cooper, who sung and wrote and directed and tap danced and died on that screen. Like <laughs> yeah. you know, look,
1: it's not Austin Butler isn't like the runaway deserving winner like Bradley Cooper was, but the whale, I don't I don't think I can get across how much I dislike the whale. Like that shit is so bad. And the Academy doesn't like it either. That's true. It, like, yeah. Nobody likes it. Elvis, Best Picture nominated, got nominated in a bunch of other categories, or not a bunch, but multiple other categories outside of Austin Butler. People liked that movie. It got people back in theaters a little bit. It was like the little like little appetizer before people really came back to theaters for Top Gun Maverick. But uh, yeah, it's so much better than The Whale. Even if you don't like Elvis, I feel like it's a much, much better movie than The Whale. And Brendan Fraser's whole performance is just being fat. And being inconvenienced <laughs> by being fat.
0: <sighs>
1: like that's it. Like, are we really gonna give this man an Oscar for like pretending to be fat? Come on.
2: I saw a picture of I have not seen this film because everyone I love and respect said this film stinks. But I saw a picture today of him in like in the fat suit or however they did this. I don't know if they use CG, I don't know how they actually did it. He looks absolutely there ridiculous. Is,
0: there is a there is a behind the scenes of them putting it, it looked exhausting. I
2: will say that it looked like a lot that they were. You can't okay. give someone an Oscar for bring a fat suit. I'm sorry. That's not a thing.
1: Like that's that, it. That's the only. That's like,
2: literally not a thing.
1: Like that's the whole thing we're talking about with this performance is that he's convincingly fat. Like that's, that's it. You know what I'm saying? At least with Austin Butler, like has he made Elvis his entire personality now? Yeah. He yes. Has. And like that, I can respect Making Elvis your personality is way more than making pretend like pretending to be fat your
2: personality. <laughs> like a you know kid I'm at Peter camp, Dex. I think we should. I think we should give both of them demerits for those actions. We should give him a demerit for being fat, and we should definitely give him a de- <laughs> give us awesome a brother a demerit for making Elvis's personality. I'm tired of it. Give it and to if you give, give it to Colin role, Farrell. He's gonna go on stage and he's gonna do the Elvis voice, and we're all gonna <laughs> groan. And I don't want that moment. I would much rather see Colin Farrell go up there because I I love Colin Farrell. Let's do that. Not that I don't like Brendan Fraser, but I don't want to see what he's going to do, wear his fat suit on stage. I don't want (laughs) to see that. He did give a pretty impassioned
0: speech at the SAG Awards that was actually, uh, that I think a lot of people seem to enjoy. And a lot of people in Hollywood are now patting themselves on the back for bringing him back to the limelight. I think uh, he deserves it. I will say that he like, deserves this, that. Just but this like, movie is... there is a sense. There is a sense of like, oh well, good for him. You know, sort of, sort of going on. And Look guys, I'm not we can't let that... Darren
1: Aronofsky win. We can't let Darren Aronofsky have Oscar-winning film The Whale. In I agree this... with that. I <laughs> totally agree with that. Every trailer from now until the end of time cannot be like Darren Aronofsky, multiple Oscar winner for The Whale. Like, come on.
0: He's not going to win anything. Brendan Fraser. Yeah, but they will it.
1: use that shit. So we have to put a stop to it.
0: I think Brendan Fraser deserves it. I will say there there is a sense in Hollywood. I hope they don't pat themselves on the back because they blackballed him for a while. Um so they need to <laughs> who the president of Hollywood, whoever that is, needs to come Lord out and, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <Lord> oh, <no. laughs> needs to come out and issue a statement about why that was. Uh but I do think, I do think he, he deserves something and they are giving him his flowers, which rightfully so.
1: Um, yeah. I won't be mad if Brendan Fraser wins. I just hate that movie. <laughs> like,
0: that's really it. Uh, Kiway Kwan won for uh, Best Supporting Actor, which that's the most lock of locks. I don't even think you could get that for minus money at this point. Like that's yeah, like, that's uh, like plus a thousand at the at yeah, away. big, big um, lock, <laughs> but also nominated was Paul Dano. Uh, which he should have been nominated in the first place. Um, Brendan Gleeson, Barry Keegan, and uh, Eddie Red Redmayne. Stop giving him nominations for things for The Good Nurse. That movie <laughs> stunk. <laughs> I didn't even watch it, dog. I knew he wasn't going to get an Oscar nomination
1: for it, so I was like, I don't have to care.
0: Thank God. He yelled on screen once, and people were like, let's give him acting nomination. Stop. Stop. Yeah, before
1: that movie came out, people were like, Jessica Chastain, she just won the Oscar. Eddie Redmayne has an Oscar. You know, this might be some heat. This might be some magic. And then it came out, and I was like, "Never mind. <laughs> this is not winning anything that we care about." So I was like, checking out, not watching that shit.
0: Speaking of Jessica Chastain, she won a she won one for a actor in a limited series.
1: So what limited cool. series
0: was she in? She was in George and Tammy, I think, on Showtime so yeah uh Abbott elementary one for ensemble in a comedy series uh love white lotus one for ensemble in a drama series also love to see it jennifer coolidge female actor in a drama series jason bateman Ozark. didn't that come out like five years ago
2: also it's not good that show stinks
1: is that still happening or is that no, it's over yeah. It just uh,
2: yeah just it wrapped up
1: okay I never uh, watched it. My parents loved that shit, which usually to me means something stinks. If my parents like, <laughs>
2: you know, gotta watch. Recorded this. right? This is being yeah. recorded. They could. Uh, they they can hear this audio. They don't listen. <laughs> they don't listen.
0: <laughs> um, stunt ensemble in a motion picture, because this is what we t- care about. Top Gun Maverick, baby. Hell yeah! Which no they way should give have. To anyone an, else? They should have an Oscar for best stunt performance. They should. Like, why not? They have a best no, they don't. They have a best Oscar for hair and makeup, but the people throwing themselves off of buildings, fuck them.
2: If they create an Oscar for best stunt after Tom Cruise is done risking his life for our entertainment, I will write and I will. Have to
1: name it the Tom Cruise Award.
2: They they better start that shit right now or never, because if Tom Cruise doesn't have the award for stunt after he tried to kill himself for twenty years, then the award means nothing. So either start it now. Or don't do it at all, Oscars. But start it now because <laughs> Mission Impossible Seven is coming, and Tom Cruise is going to jump off stuff. We, he's already, we, and I we, can't wait. He's can't already wait. thrown himself. They already put out the sizzle reel of it. He so put out the sizzle reel, and I watched it about twenty times. I can't get enough of it. I cannot stop watching it. That movie is and- going
1: to be so fucking fire, and it's only part one, baby. I can't <laughs>
2: like, fucking wait. We're
1: gonna get out of that, and then it's going to get bigger and better <laughs> like after
2: that. And also, he- real cinema—they tell you it's part one. Before you walk into the movie theater, Dude. I just want to point, want to point yeah. that out because that's what real cinema does.
0: But unlike unlike Dune, um, Tom Cruise has the power to know that he's going to make another movie. <laughs> he just
1: saved cinema. Like that's that's what he did. Speaking he of, they gave him
0: like a special recognition at the producers guild. Um, like, hey, thank you. Like they gave him a lifetime achievement award, I think. Um. so and then Dune, Spielberg's coming up to him and saying you save cinema like Jesus
1: exactly Dune and denny Villeneuve they had people thinking cinema might be dead because they put that shit out on HBO Max and in theaters at the same time and it made barely any money they didn't know if they were going to get a sequel everyone's like movie theaters are dead the streaming shit took over then Tom Cruise came and saved cinema he was like you know we're going to wait for this like these vaccines to start hitting for real and then we're gonna drop Top Gun Maverick in movie theaters exclusively for a long ass time. People are gonna go see that shit because it's real cinema. And I mean, movie theaters Tom, are saved.
0: Tom Cruise, known science follower, right? That's what that is. Known science follower. Science, and also, right. like, look,
2: you ever since Top Gun Maverick came out, religion.
1: <laughs> ever since Top Gun Maverick came out, all these streaming services been in the dirt. You've heard about Disney like losing a shit ton of money. You heard about Netflix losing subscribers. You heard about fucking you haven't heard shit about Peacock and Paramount Plus because you never did, but all these streaming services have been in the dirt since Talker Maverick came out. Not a coincidence.
0: Viacom rolling in it, yes. <laughs> to our big, uh, big CBS overlords, right? Um, <laughs> no, uh, it, yeah. There's a host of other like uh, Gene Smart one for hacks, Jeremy Allen White one for the bear, which hell yeah, uh, Sam Elliott. One for 1883, which okay, sure. Um, so yeah, that was that was the Screen Actors Guild. Oh, and Stranger Things, one for stunt on stunt ensemble in a television series, which okay.
1: Still have a lot of things. Stranger Things, I Happy. might need to get on that. You need. I think to you're a
2: few through, years too late. Real cinema, no, no, that's nah, not true. Bro. It's never too late. Yeah, I've
1: got to, like it's not can't coming out till 24, right? Yeah, oh yeah,
0: that's true. Um, I got time. I will say, I say that as Caitlin and I literally watched all of it in a weekend, which <laughs> feels impossible, but we did do that. Um, that's the Screen Actors Guild Awards. Producers Guild, uh, everything, everywhere, all at once, won uh, the best picture at the Producers Guild Awards, so they have, they're they're winning. Um,
1: oh, yeah, that's a wrap. They're winning,
0: they're winning the best picture, guys. They are Just the best picture. Calling it here now. They did it. Congratulations not, to us, really.
2: Not only, yeah, I was gonna say, not only are we calling it here now, we called it literally days when it came it. out. We called it, and it looks like it's gonna happen. And I couldn't be happier because it deserves it. There are other movies that were great, but I mean, nothing made me feel quite like that. And winning Best Picture the year that Tom Cruise and Top Gun literally saved cinema is we're gonna remember that they, their strength of schedule was not easy, and that's gonna be incredible to remember that for years and years to come. Honestly, they strength they the, the be schedule insane. was exhausted. They gotta be <laughs> They've exhausted. been everywhere, man. They like, deserve,
0: Michelle it. Exactly deserve it. Shell Yo hasn't been home in ten months. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: They've had to sit through eighty-seven thousand screenings of this movie, and they're like still excited about it every single time.
0: <laughs> and
1: Sitting the whole there, going cast on shows doing up.
0: All the all the hot ones and everything else. Like Jesus Christ, can I take a nap it, for the what longest did you, time? What A24 do you had think them is... showing up. The best film, uh, from from this year's. Who would be your favorite to win? Uh, if you could take one movie and screen it again for the like Jesus Christ, can we get out of these press junkets?
2: <laughs>
0: Michelle, yo, can you talk name about your beating top bitches ten, up? Yeah, name your top ten films. Okay, <laughs> why?
2: I'm I'm very excited that after uh winning her Oscar and after winning best picture michelle yo's get to go on a long vacation and then get right back to work because she's got more real sentiment to give us and she's a queen she in, she is she in an avatar movie oh god please don't I tell me think she's in an avatar, in avatar movie coming up no michelle yo please she might please. be was she in this one er-
0: she wasn't in this she wasn't in this past one but uh <laughs> academy award winning actress kate blanchett was um no she's going to be sorry yes yeah, she's going to be in avatar 4 and 5
2: and 3 4 and 5 going, oh okay she's in the third and one, she
0: she yeah 3 4 and 5 she works man she's going to be in a transformers movie she she's in a,
2: five movies coming out next year she signed a lifetime deal with the avatar universe that is a big loss for me i don't like hey bro that.
1: disney loki got her in a show call cuz she's in the mcu too <laughs> so they're like Yeah, yeah, you do. You're coming with us.
2: She's
0: in five movies or five projects coming out in 2023. She's in Transformers: Rise
2: of the Beast, baby. She is fucking stacking bread. I love that. I'm not watching another Transformers film, especially one that is not directed by Michael Bay. But I respect her hustle. She might be better because they're not. Don't do that, please. That first Transformers movie was real cinema, bro. Don't do that. Michael Bay is a is a king. We love you, Michael Bay. It's a Michael Bay. Do we want to talk about the one
0: where they had Harriet Tubman? Like fighting with Transformers? Yeah. Listen, those, about
2: things, those things fell off a cliff, but he made so much money that who was going to make a great movie after that? I would have started throwing random slave references into my Transformers movie too at some point. Nasty. What are you talking up. about?
1: This is the most <laughs> insane defense I've ever heard.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: I would have also put Harriet Tubman with my licensed wow. toys.
0: <laughs> oh my God. All right. Um, yeah, so that's been a one take podcast. Uh, are we watching anything? Last of Us still good, folks. Just uh, Dex is a big hater. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> Texas uh, said he was bored. Bored. Yeah, episode seven was boring. About that, dog. I'm
1: sorry about
0: that young romance
1: budding on the screen. Don't don't care. It's like, bro, I know she's dead already. Like, I can't, I can't care.
0: <laughs> um. Last of Us still good, yeah. That's that's pretty uh, much all I'm watching still right great.
1: now. About to go see Creed three, to, like tomorrow. That's just gonna be sick. Uh, gonna watch Scream six on Friday. Oh yeah, excited as fuck. It must be good because they're like they're dropping the embargo quick. Like the movie doesn't. They gotta come get out. out of, they gotta
0: get out in front of Creed three. Like I don't know. That's a tough box office schedule right there.
1: Yeah, I don't know if Creed 3 will be able to hang on like once Scream 6 comes out. They're, they're all out blitzing that shit. But yeah, March is, a, March is a month of real cinema this year. Rare, like very rare, but...
0: Well, T G you may know, have they always been... Like, they've been financially successful. Obviously, they've made 6, but have they been like gangbusters at the box office?
2: What, Mission Impossible?
0: No, Scream, scream. what? <laughs> oh,
2: I was like, what? Uh... No, uh, yes. Scream, they, they've done very, very good business. Obviously, they're not the most expensive movies to make, so they made, they've done very good business. Uh, and Scream 5, uh, Dex had this ranking as well, but not just... People that have been watching the Scream movies from the beginning think very highly of Scream 5, um, and they put it very highly in their rankings, just because it's phenomenal. Uh, Jen Ortega is really her. She's also booked and busy and working hard. and uh, They do pretty well because they're so cheap, but also because It's a horror movie, so obviously they do really well. And Scream Six is going to be great. This is the first time they're going to be in a big city, which is going to change the whole dynamic.
0: Yeah, they've always been awesome. The first Scream made $173 million on a $14 $14 million budget. The last one, they upped the budget to only $24 million in (laughs) in 2022 dollars, and they made $140 million. They're getting my money for Scream Six. Down movie year, too. I got my tickets
2: already. I'm ready. Definitely. If
1: they came out the same weekend, Creed three would easily win at the box office, but with Creed three being in its second weekend, I don't know if it'll hang on over scream six. That'll oh, they're not coming
0: out at the same time. You're just getting to see it a week early. Okay. Yeah. I'm very Fair. jealous that you're getting to see it a week early, by the way.
1: At like 2 PM too. Like that shit is weird. They must feel real good
0: <laughs> with all the lore attached. You now know all the lore anyway. Uh, we're going, we're going long on a podcast we said would be short. That has been a one-take podcast, Cocaine Bear. Yay, we did it. A bear did cocaine. You can find us at One Take Podcast, One Take Pod on Twitter, One Take Pod on Instagram, the like, TikTok, if you will. Uh, go follow us on Twitter. We have a giveaway going on right now with that and watch with Apollo, at watch with Apollo. Follow, like, tweet, retweet make it two tickets to creed or scream depending on when we give away those tickets. Yeah. uh, Yeah. Thank you for liking, downloading and subscribing. Please feel free to leave a review. We know more of you are listening to this than have left us reviews. Please do that on either Spotify and or Apple podcasts. We really appreciate that. Uh, You can find us at Lord Dex Hinton. At less underscore humble tige at Royden Ogletree, you can also find Dex's writing on apollo.hou.com. You can also hear teege at the slander you podcast, uh, Whoop. hopefully talking about the beat down that Baylor gave to Texas, in
1: men's and women's basketball, in men's
0: and women's. But the
1: we I think have no, I have no comment like,
0: about those, like things. the men's basketball team had y'all's legs on the headboard did you say that?
2: (laughs) i did say something like that it was a very it was not a great uh not a great game we probably could have sealed the big 12 by winning that game we went out sad but it's okay march is coming march is coming march is here
0: yep uh so you know because texas historically thrives in march and in college
2: basketball new coach new outcomes hopefully (laughs)
0: Also, well-known it's success time.
2: from that coach in D1s it's, college basketball. It, it's time, bros. It's time. We've been playing great all year, except for that Baylor game. Uh, we get the split against Baylor. We're gonna go deep into the Big 12 tournament, and then we're gonna go deep into the NCAA tournament. I'm speaking into existence, I need it. It's gonna be a great start to the next uh, year of Texas athletics. Football is gonna win the national championship. Everything's fine. Thanks, At the slander, you go go search them out. Like, download, subscribe, Dex. What are we
1: doing? Hashtag support Florence Pugh. A good person coming out March 24th in the beatles so we see
0: it. All right. We're out.
2: Awesome evil spirit. Awesome evil this way comes. Huh? They
0: told me how they fear it. Now they're placing it on their tongue.